Welcome to another episode of Star Wars Legacies. I am your Force Guide, Mr. RPG Hour, they, them. Uh, I am Basilisk Online, uh, played to Crit Valar, a Verpine Slicer. Both our pronouns are he, him, and you can find me on basiliskonline.net or basiliskonline on Twitter. Uh, my name is Jules, I play Senek, uh, who's a Weequay Jedi. You can find me online at SQLPi on Twitter, that's S-Q-L-P-I, and uh, both of our pronouns are she, her. Uh, my name is Sinziak, player of Ferenz, our adorable, very fluffy, very blue bouncer creature. Our pronouns are he, him. You can find me as Sinziak Beta on Twitter. Uh, I am uh, Crow, also known as Eldritch Crow online. You can find me on Twitter. I have my own website. And yeah. Uh, I'm Josh, a.k.a. Valor online. You can find me at on Twitter at Mr. Valor is alive. Um, I'm playing Raw um and the Wookiee first mate. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and Raw is she, her. I think I know what this is. If, I, if my extended universe knowledge is correct, I think I know what this is. Perhaps we can leave a note of some kind? All right, so the MTT is currently being worked on uh, by Tecrit. Um We also have... I think Rarnir uh, was going to be working on something as well um, with the ship. Yeah, Rarnir was going to be attempting to actually get into a position where they can fix and turn on the communication array. I'm okay. going to be working on reprogramming the, the source code for these, uh, the control of these droids. Also, I want to apologize. Uh, I, I did make a mistake earlier. Um, uh, this is a repulsor lift vehicle. Okay. Um, so, so the technology inside is repulsor based. So that panel that um, Ra Rainier was talking about earlier, uh, they would have said it was repulsor lift. So um, that is knowledge for all the repulsor lift uh, capable folks. Um, do, do, do. I have repulsor lift repair, but I believe I will be going either in droid programming or I actually have computer programming repair and advanced computer engineer. Okay. Um, what I'm actually going to need you to do um, is, is two checks and no matter what you do, you're still going to be able to get into the computer and do stuff, but this is going to depend on how quickly it activates and operates. So I need a technical computer engineering check and then uh, separately, I'm going to need a uh, droid programming. Okay. Technical droid reprogramming. Yeah. And May the odds be ever in your favor. Indeed. Um, so as someone who's fairly familiar with this, um, what, which of these two is the more important task? Um, my, my operations here. They um, Also, are there, just as a question, are there any kind of like bonuses that they get considering the droids have given them a ton of information about what's wrong or what they should be trying to do? <laughs> because Tukrit is attempting to get in and basically change everybody in the party over to uh, being seen as friendlies, um, they're not going to get bonuses. Um, uh, when Ra Rainier uh, or whoever was going to work on the communications separately, when they roll, they will get a bonus. Um, uh, to crit, though, technically, they're, they're, they're technically two independent 
roles, two independent actions doing the same thing. Okay. So neither one of them is more important than the other. Um, It is simply a one is interacting with the base of the system code Mm -hmm. while the other one is going to be uh, doing the programming for the coding that you want. Um, So um, uh, alternatively, if you've got more dice in it, you can replace your uh, computer uh, engineering check with a securities check. Okay. So the other question I have, and I want to make this because we haven't really used them yet. Um, so computer engineering requires computer programming to do, um, but because of the way they're kind of purchased separately, my computer engineering is lower than my computer programming. Um, but I believe the advanced skills are supposed to take that into account. Like it becomes because it's such a specialty, doesn't that like affect things? So just for the record, the engineering is an advanced skill. Yes. Um, with advanced skills um, in and of themselves, though, they're, they're their own thing, sort of. Uh, you can get a slight boost from the other skill, if I remember correctly. I think it's one die. Um, I was just there five seconds ago. Where did you go? Yeah, this is my... Oh, and actually, I, I have a security kit, so my security would actually be bumped up to 70, so I'll probably be... So here's my... Let's just do it this way first. Here is my, my skill allotment, just so you get what I'm saying with the computer engineering versus computer programming, because it requires programming, but it's a, still a separate skill that doesn't build off of programming and repair, so it's a little little weird. Uh, basically, it, it's sort of, um, you have to know how to turn on a computer mm-hmm. and operate a computer before you can um, operate within yeah. Um, using an internet browser. That, that, that's kind of the what it's saying is, is advanced mm-hmm. skills have a skill that you need to have something in. Um, but, okay. No, so what it is is if you've got a, um, if you've got a high enough thing in the prerequisite, it can, it can give you the ability to operate a advanced skill, uh, but in and of itself, it doesn't look like it actually get, boosts it. Okay. So it's basically a, if you don't have it, you still sort of have it. Okay. Uh, but for this, you said I could use security to substitute yes. for the engineering. So I will do that because I have a security kit. So that'll actually get me to 70. Uh, so that's a 52. Because I got a lot of sixes there. All right. Um, <laughs> so that is um, above a, oh, no, no, no. So the 66 doesn't get the exclamation point. Oh. Oh, okay. just the wild die, huh? Just the wild die. Yeah, let me do that again. 27. Um, hold on. I might want to spend a character point to get another die. I'm going to do that just because I want to make sure I get over a 30 for funsies. And the the character dies, they get they get uh, exploding, right? I believe where character points. If the rolls one, add the roll. If it's six, add six to the total. Roll the die again. The character point dice are exploding. Yeah, so okay. that, is a, that is a nice solid 30 for that first check. Okay, so um, I'm going to say that's, that's honestly almost uh, disappointing for you because 21 and a 30 are both a very difficult on the difficulty rating. Mm-hmm. One more point you would have gotten over, but um, uh, so no, uh, so uh, you have bypassed the system, um, you have complete access 
to everything within the system. Um, there are no security issues. There's no, uh, you have bypassed all of the fail safes and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so now is the programming side of yes. things. Yes. Okay. And so the intent here, I'm going to want to, I'm trying to reprogram them to, uh, and I'm just double checking with, with our good commander here too. Reprogramming them to see us as friendlies, but also the separatist droids as enemies. Yes. I believe that is how we yes. had it set up. Yeah. All right. Let's, I feel like this is going to be a big task. We all started with one force point, right? I believe that's a standard character thing, one force point. Yes. I now have, I now have zero and I'm doubling my pool for that. Uh, so that's going to be. Nine d six plus one d six repeating thirty seven. Hey, all right. You have managed to get everything in regards to these droids. Um, they all see y'all as friendlies now. Um, they also seem to all. You have access to kind of like a a location ping sort of, and you see that there was a group of them almost beelining for Lockjaw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> not necessarily like they knew where he was, but they were searching that area. They were starting a new grid pattern. There was about 15 of them. Um, and now they have turned back towards the ship. Um, the four that went running that were from the ship are also heading back this way. However, the super battle droids aren't doing anything. They aren't responding. They aren't interacting. They are still, um, the system shows them, the, the system actually doesn't show the super battle droids. Okay. It only shows uh, the 30 battle droids that are here. But for, for all intents and purposes, we now have 30 battle droids, correct? Correct. <laughs> okay. Um, now, knowing how this works, if we establish communication between the other networks, will we be able to push this through, or will we have to physically go to each location and do this on the individual ships? As long as all of their communication hubs are active, in theory, okay. all you'd have to do is push this out to them. Okay. Right. So, uh, I believe that trying to repair it was going to be Ra Rainier. Yep. Um, if I could get a roll from you, so you said that you did not have, um, wait, do you have repulsor lift, uh, repair? Uh, I do not. Okay. I, I have repulsor lift operations and then I have space transport repair. Am I fixing the repulsor? Am I fixing the communication array also? <laughs> Might be. So while it is repulsor lift technology, um, it is, I will let you use your um, space transport repair. So no negative on that, um, which I've just even out, but you do get an additional die um, in regards to everything. So I get an additional die on top of it? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. So I got... 26 but the wild die is a six so we roll it add it oh that's right and i got a five so 31, it's 31. team technical high five to the wookie <laughs> i was worried <laughs> <laughs> all right so y'all signal goes out 
and you're able to connect with one of the other ships. Uh, the One of the other ships appears to have no communications live, um, potentially like what's going on here, uh, while the other one has this. Um, however, the other one uh, that is online, uh, they do not seem to have any kind of uh, security protocols that are going to cause an issue. Um, so all that we need is an additional uh, programming check to see if you're able to push the program over to their vessel okay. from Decrypt. Program, uh, no security, just programming? No security, just programming. Okay. Oh, I forgot to do the repeating, but the die wasn't repeating, so that's fine. 25. I'm sure that's pro probably enough. I want to add an extra one. Maybe get a 60 at 31. We'll, uh, we'll go ahead and leave it at 25. Okay. Uh, so for tr for 25, that uh, clicks on the very difficult. Um, you are able to push it over there. Um, this was the one that was near feed. Uh, the good news is that it does push it. Um, the sort of, not exactly bad news, uh, but there was only five droids over there. So y'all now effectively are in charge of 35 droids. Hell yeah. And then so nice. we have the, how many supers were there that weren't affected that we know about? There are six supers uh, near y'all uh, that are not registered uh, inside of the ship communicate inside of the ship's array for whatever reason, um, and all of the droids on the other side are all regular battle droids as well. Would I, with my various droid, uh, would I know why how this works? Why those supers would not be? associated with with either of the communication arrays we have access to right now you do but i'm going to go ahead and uh get cynic and um sounds good uh yeah. friends uh, a few moments with their situation yes so uh cynic and friends you hear a lot of uh clicking of keyboards and uh tools being used um uh, going on in the background and you almost feel like something is is moving around y'all. Um, it's it, it feels like it is trying to position itself, not exactly between y'all, uh, but it wants to make sure that it's got equal distance from both of y'all. That's that's different. Okay, friends, do you know enough about the layout of the ship yet? to where we might be able to corner it? Um, actually, DM, do we have any of the ship schematics at this point? Um, Good question. In regards to IRL, I have not found any. Um, in regards to what y'all have, yes. um, while- uh, as, play as players, not necessarily. No, as characters, not as players. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, you do have access to um, a, a, a base schematic of the ship. Um, there are some areas. Um, uh, so there is a right. section kind of towards um, the, the the back of the ship, um, kind of like where the, the repulsors are, um, that if you, would, if you were able to get uh, something to kind of go that direction uh you could potentially uh trap them in so i try to 
layout um, kind of give the captain a visual of like the schematics as I understand them and have like a little gray dot that represents whoever, whatever this energy is. Yeah. I give her a blue dot. I give myself a purple dot and just kind of have that whole, if you could imagine like Benny Hill music playing while like the dots are moving, trying to get the gray dot not to move. Yeah. That's what that would look like. Okay. This is a very complex game of chess, but admittedly interesting. It is. For instance, right. one of the ghosts from Pac-Man confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can use our sense of where it, um, where it is trying to say it is not. It's like you know, to to locate where it is. It's like whenever we feel that kind of like. Nothing to see here. Nothing. Nothing. You know, that's that's maybe where we ought to pay more attention to it. I don't, I don't know if I'm explaining this very well. Well, um, it is very much a reading in the negative situation. Yeah. Yeah, that. Well, all right. So, hmm. I think if I remember my lore correctly, this is much in the way that the more humanoid species interact with the more feline species, and that if you do not pay attention to them, they're a little bit easier to notice, but harder to catch upon observation. Yeah, that's about right. I had a loft cat like that. Oh, well, how would you go about capturing a cat? It's probably not going to be that interested in a box. <laughs> uh, I have sugar cubes. Actually, we might think of a place where it would feel comfortable, you know, like some quarters or a, 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 a small area, you know, some, some, some small contained area uh, where we could kind of, kind of herd it into there just by making it, you know, by putting pressure on it from two different directions, like herding tauntauns. And, uh, Try to try to push it into a space where we'll be able to control if it can leave or not. Hey, in real life, y'all, uh, Julie is actually really good at this. <laughs> I had sheep. <laughs> uh, well, as the captain wishes. So, um, hmm. Based on what I understand of the schematics and rooms that we could herd it into. Mm -hmm. um, I start trying to kind of work with the captain and going in a direction until I sense it. And just at the moment that I start to brush against his consciousness and it goes, let me try to scramble this, I stop probing. Yeah, yeah, that works. Just just put a, a small bit of pressure on it and then you stop. And then um, I'll come up from the other direction. We can kind of, you know, like my visual there with my hands. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to go through in a podcast, is it? I have a thought. Um, I'm looking over the cross section. Uh, you sent, uh, maybe try to herd them into the control room because it's up top. Yeah. That, it would be an enclosed space. I do not know if putting them in a room with all the controls would be a good idea. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just trying to 
Oh, wait, no, there's an escape hatch up there. Never mind. Bad idea. Uh, maybe. Maybe the lift is enclosed. You could use that. I don't know. As I understand it, it the the way that it is towards the um, the the drive engine in the back it, it is kind of sort of not exactly an enclosed area, um, but it's not built for people to maneuver around. So potentially, if you had a small being that crawled back in there, you'd be able to basically pin it. Um, where Where is this on this ship schematic? Um, if you... Uh, I'm looking at the ship schematic. I'm just trying to figure out which thing I should be looking at. Uh, rack operator droid, right back beyond that. As I understand okay. it, there's only a tiny walkway right there that heads mm -hmm. towards the back. And then basically on either of those floors, um, on either of those two floor areas. Basically, once you get back into the far corners, it's basically you and the being that you are uh, after would be able to get around in there. Cynic might have some difficulties. But you could basically pin it because it's built to house droids, not people. So it's okay. just like compacted uh, circuits and things like that. Sounds like a good call. All right. Well, do we need to make any any rolls as we uh, as we try to pin this this little force thing down? Only if either one of y'all wants to try and sneak or hide to try and do this maneuver. Um, otherwise, uh, I'm going to say there the, no rolls would be, need to be had. Uh, okay. But if you want to try and surprise it uh, and it would get a chance to roll back against you. Otherwise um, it would just be like hurting. And that's just a momentary thing, unless y'all want to roll and potentially have the hilarity of a failed roll. Not especially. So we're, we're just going to like usher things in that direction, but in the direction that I want it to go, just every now and then I'm going to take an ice, uh, sorry, not an ice, but um, a sugar cube out of the bag and just toss it down the hall. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so after a few minutes of doing this, working back and forth, um, you're finally able to get them trapped. And you notice a little hand comes out and grabs one of the sugar cubes. And slowly a small child comes out. Uh, they are very humanoid uh, in appearance. Uh, They're very uh, humanoid in appearance, um, but they do have some variations on their... Um, I'm trying to remember what these are called. Uh, they are looking at you, and they're kind of standoffish. They're not exactly sure whether they want to... Uh, talk to you or anything like that um but they sense something in you that they like um and so they I kind offer of, them another they will take it 
and kind of like munch down on it for a second. And then um, they kind of like slowly move back towards the darkness. Um, hmm. Can I get any more of kind of a, a sense of them now that they're not masking themselves in the force? If this is the area that the commander couldn't squeeze into, then oh, right. I, I am back. then I'm going to take the time to kind of give her like a mental image of what I'm seeing. Okay. Well, if it's respond, if he or she or they are responding to you at all, then uh, we can work off of that. They Orchard seem Gibbs. very, they seem very, very cautious, but they are not hostile. Okay. And not hostile is good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to hang back then, because I don't want to spook it. Him, her, they, whatever. Okay, so um, this is going to... Um... I don't know that anybody else except for a Jedi would know about them. Um, this would have been something that would have come up. Um, this is a race known as Hapans. Around about um, 4,000 years ago, uh, the Jedi went in and almost completely wiped out um, uh a large populate a large amount of the male population um, from their planet. They were a pirate gang. And after the Jedi order came around and basically wiped out um, the, the whole of this gang, uh, they adopted a matriarchal society and closed their borders. They don't really let people on their planet. They don't really leave their planet. Uh, the Hapans are known for their extreme beauty um, but they're also known as a society that does not like being around uh, darkness. They don't let, they like to have lots of light around. They like to have very colorful, um, uh, not, not, not colorful, but they like to have a, a light around. They like to have uh, everything that they can do be during the daytime interactions with that kind of thing. Uh, that's kind of how they were known, a tactic to be used against them uh, was they don't see very well in the dark. Do, However, do I know? Do I know why the Jedi did that? Um, the 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 pirate gang that was from their planet was a just very ruthless one. Um, so it was basically a situation in which they basically they were taking down any kind of um, any ships on any kind of routes. Uh, they were very ruthless sorry thank you my brain just could not do that for a second um but they were they were hugely ruthless they were basically just wiping out uh people and things and they basically were at the time uh the jedi were at the time um under some people that weren't exactly they would not fit in as well with the modern day structure of Jedi. Uh, they were a different type of Jedi. Um, they were a lot more Mace Windu might fit in with them a little more. Obi-Wan might fit in with them a little more. 
um, it, it was basically a different era for Jedi. Uh, they were a bit more forthcoming and very, very ready to attempt to take things down. Um, so the, the, that's kind of basically, it, it was an over, whether you feel it was well mannered and meant or not is up to you. Um, but uh, basically it was an action that many Jedi see now as an example of <clears throat> how not to act as a Jedi. Um, it is kind of seen as a, a situation that could have been handled better with negotiations and um, other stuff like that. Cause it completely uprooted their society and changed them. Um, yeah. But they also have no communications with outside worlds. Um, so if there was a Jedi child on that planet or a force sensitive child on that planet, uh, the likely chance that they would go for any kind of training is minimal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Friends, if you can get them comfortable enough to come out on their own, I'll try talking to them or you can, or you can talk to them. What do you think? What do you think is going to resonate with them? Well, it seems that in this case, it may be best considering that they have not run away completely, they seem to have some sense of positive feeling. Perhaps I should let them initiate this encounter. Okay, that'll work. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold back then and wait and see how that pans out. Am I able to get a read on their current emotional state? Um, they, they no longer have fear exactly. Um, it was a generalized fear before. Um, but you also feel like they're not holding their emotions back as much as they were. Um, the fear seems to be directed at Cynic. Hmm. Commander? I feel that there may be some concern with this creature regarding you. And I cannot think of anything in particular about your presence that would disturb them, as both of us are using the force to interact and communicate, except for you being... If, if they're from where I think they're from, then it's, it's me being a Jedi. What did the Jedi do? Some very questionable things. The Jedi aren't saints. They have frequently been wrong. I mean, there, there's, there's a reason that we attempt now to see our, ourselves more as servants of the Republic than free agents. Uh, the, the Jedi killed a lot of people on their homeworld. Hmm. And you can try to convince them that that's not the kind of Jedi that, that I am, but uh, they're a child. I don't know that it's going to... Uh, I don't know how much of an effect that's going to have. I can also pull back and just let you deal with them if, they're, if you think that'll be more productive. Perhaps that might be best. And besides, it should be relatively easy for me to reach you if I need help. 
True. All right. Well, then I'm going to back off. And, uh, and I, I guess kind of move out of range. And, uh, but, but still within, within range that I could come back easily and get back to where they are if, if Ferenz needs me. Okay. Um, so, uh, basically as soon as you kind of start stepping away, um, you both feel, uh, a, a, a sense of relief, uh, from the child. Um, and you also both feel like a change in the force around them. What does that change feel like? If for you, it feels like uh, when a Jedi stops actively using, um, or when Cynic or um, uh, her master stops using their force abilities. Oh, so kind of, kind of like the quiet that comes in after a storm, I guess. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Okay. Then I try to, as gently as possible, brush against their consciousness to introduce myself. I, I am Noreen. And, and Noreen? Noreen. Okay. I might need you to write that, but continue. <laughs> My, we were taken from our planet and, and, and we traveled for a long time. I saw lots of places and it just, it got, it got worse and worse the farther that we got away from home. And then I was supposed to go somewhere and I, I don't know. I don't know where we were going, but they kept telling me that I was going to have to work. And it, it, and we were a little far away from our home when, when they took our ship, but we were still, we never left our, we never left our system. The Jedi shouldn't be coming after us. Red flag. Just a question here. Um, as a note um, for our mission, first thing, was the mission even to come for this child? I don't think it was. No, it was not. It was to deal with the droids. Okay. Why would the Jedi be following you? Were you running away from them? No, no, no. But you see, our, the, the Jedi, they, they, they've hurt us. They've hurt us in the past and 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 as soon as I saw as soon as I knew that there was Jedi nearby, I had to hide. I had to hide. I didn't I, I found this place and I was hoping to use this to get home, but we crash landed here when there was a bunch of a bunch of ships in the sky and, and I've just been hiding. And then, I, and then I knew that there was a Jedi coming and I had to hide even more. Where is home? Um, um, it, 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 it's a system. I feel like we've been traveling for quite a while. It's, it, it's a long ways away from here. It's called Hapes. 
All right, so for those of you that have spent any time in space, um, you kind of know where this is, um, especially for the Wookiee. Um, it, it's technically not too far from uh, Kashyyyk. Um, it's, I think that's actually gonna be the closest thing that y'all would know. Um, but it's not too far from Kashyyyk. It's on like quite a ways north of, or not north north, but um, if you're looking at a map, um, basically Naboo is closer to like Tatooine and things like that than it is this. Um, in regards to Alderaan and Coruscant, Hapes is more up in that, uh, more over in that area. Um, versus like Naboo, y'all are getting towards like outer edges and the Hapes is technically, um, a, well, I mean, not technically, they are within uh, galactic space. Uh, they're in one of the um, inner rings of like what is considered galactic space. There's only, there is a whole separate area um between them and hut space so just Did something for players i'm sorry could you repeat that did you see the ships that attacked you oh um and no we just there was people in 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 strange outfits um i i didn't i didn't really know who they were um, I, 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 I don't know that they were in these strange black outfits and, 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 and they, they kind of, they, they, they used the swords like what Jedi use only they were red and, and mm -hmm. they, they, they were very strange, but. They, they remind me of the stories of Jedi that we were told. I'm all over here like, that, that, that's not Jedi. Mm -mm. That's, that's much, that's, I that's give much worse. Them, I give them, um, I offer them a sugar cube. Thank you. Um, they were, they were very strange people. There was five of them that had the red swords and then and then there was these these robot things and, and there were some non-robot things but there was some robot things and they, they were kind of strange and um the the robots were were, were red and blue um and it, it kind of looked like a mask that somebody would wear if they went underwater um, um, and some of them used flames, like what you cook with, but they had flames. Hmm. I'm going to take a moment to reach out to the captain. I'm sorry, to, um, well, goodness, like, what is your title? Because I can't decide if you're captain or commander when I'm talking to you. I don't I, have uh, time. I'm, I'm not sure either. <laughs> um, I mean... Technically speaking, um, you would hold uh, the title of commander. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but everybody sees you as the actual head of things. So um, uh, your, your, your master would be considered a general and you would be considered a commander. Okay. You sort of have taken lead in everything. Um, so, I mean, captain would be more of a title that a clone trooper would have. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Let's, let's go with commander then. Uh, all right. I mean, so assuming, assuming is that. Is there a way, is there a means for us to consider making sure that this person arrives home? Yes. Yes. I think that's, that's within our, our responsibilities. It's not too far out of the way that I couldn't get away with it as far as as far as reporting to the Jedi Council where I am and what I'm doing and dealing with the war but yes one way or another even if even if we don't take them we ought to find them some passage I mean technically as a Jedi finding a forced child there is technically a separate order so to speak that you would have um, yeah, but they're not old. They're too old to join the creche. Yes, right? technically. Okay. Um, but at the same time, you can always still try. Or at least get them to the temple to where they can be sorted into a situation that would be helpful to them. Yeah. One way or another, be a better situation. Oh my god, please lend let the squad of force sensitive clone troopers take care of a child. <laughs> <laughs> this cannot go wrong in any way. Wow. Sounds like a perfect situation. Yeah. All right. My name is Brent. Um and I move closer to them ever so slightly just to see what happens. Uh, she kind of like reaches out and she's not exactly like sure what to do. So it's kind of like a half like petting an animal that you're not sure of motion and like if, a handshake towards your tail. If she, oh, wait, is, wait, she, is that, is that the, is that the pronoun here? You definitely feel um, a, 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 if you definitely feel a, a feminine energy permeating from her. Okay. So then um, I kind of give their hand an ever so slight headbutt. Oh, um, I, I, thank you. Oh. Hmm. This is a nice feeling. Well, I suppose I could take you home. Here is, well, why don't I show you? And I give them a projection where there's um, the ship that we came in on in the background. And then in the foreground, there's um, myself and then other people start appearing. So um, Tikrit appears. Um, Lockjaw appears, um, Rawanir appears, and then um, Senek appears, as does um, 
the elderly guy and the like bunch of like force sensitive clones that we have and a mountain of sugar cubes. <laughs> Honestly, this looks like the beginning of Steven Universe. <laughs> it really does, considering each of the force sensitive clones is also very colorful in their armor. I'll be honest, I haven't watched much of that, so I don't know that I fully understand. There's a thing where, like, each of them, like, wanders into a scene and they all end up on the beach. Oh, okay. Um, Or kind of like any of those, like, opening themes in a cartoon where people appear in sequence that are part of the main cast, like, one at a time, and then they all end up on the screen. Um, And then... um, I make, uh, I add a dotted outline to the image with an arrow pointing to it and flashing in a cartoonish fashion. All right. She's, she's definitely giving off a more comfortable uh, feeling, um, e- even towards Cynic. Um, not, as, not in the same way that she is interacting with you, um, but she does seem to be a little more comfortable with the idea of everyone else around. Um, I am, um, well, different, um, a lot like you are. And, well, when we're around people who are able to use the force and they are dangerous, it can hurt me. And I showed them the a scene from um, the recent battle that we had with the um, force user who used a psychic scream and me just, my tail going limp and me like floating down to the floor unconscious for a time. Okay. But the people here on the ship kind of keep me safe from that. And that is good. And I think they will help me take you back home. If that is where you would like to go. Um, as long as the Jedi don't, don't come back again. I know it's been a long time, but they hurt so many people. Uh, it's at this point, I come in and I just say, uh, hey boss. Droids are coming back your way. Do I need to start shooting? Oh, uh, Jules, you're muted. So I was. Uh, Sorry, also, uh, in timeline-wise, um, everything has been programmed. Everybody is now sort of caught up. Okay. I don't think we need to get involved in the firefight right now. Uh, unless they're coming from the, uh, the Gungan camp facility, all those droids are ours. Oh, cool. So I can stop hiding in a hole now. Lovely. Uh, and I mean, he just like I, stands I do, up. Yes. I do appreciate that you maintain yourself in that hole. Just I'm sorry. Case. You just said Stay you stop. stood up. The, the moment Wait, you. Are, are they. they uh, if I stand up, am I inside of the Super Battle Droids? If you stand up, you're facing a, a group of Super Battle Droids walking towards you. Yes. Oh, oh, Super Battle Droids walking towards you. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that private message. In that case, uh, I do not stand up. I thought it was just the regular <laughs> droids walking back. 
in that case, that calm message is different. I'm going to say, uh, boss, the super battle droids are coming back your way. Um, are they ours or are we about to have problems? I don't uh, think super, the super battle droids are ours. They're not ours, right? The super battle droids are not on the established network. Yeah, they're so, not on the network, so no. I kind of do a circle around Noreen and then just kind of float nearby and go, okay, well, I guess before we can take you anywhere, we're going to have to leave here. So why don't we do that? Oh, oh okay. Are, are y'all going to take care of the big mean robots first? Yep. Uh, yes. As, um, yes. They are, they are working on it right now. She kind of looks outside the ship and sees all the, the, the uh, regular battle droids, and she goes, but they're right there. They think, I, they think I'm their leader. Oh, okay. Here, let's try it again. Um, Commander, mm-hmm. I yes. believe our new friend is ready to go. Good. Um, but it seems that there are a number of droids around. So where shall I direct them? Um... I'd like to get them back to our ship. How far off is our ship, anyway? Wait, have we commandeered them? The ship we came in? Um, uh, I think that's in reference to the droids. The ship is only about uh, tw- 20 meters away. Um, okay. So, it's, so it's, not, it's not like super close, but not super far. Okay. Um, for Reigns, I would like for... I would like for you and and the child to go back to the ship that we came in, because uh, even though we have taken over this particular set of droids, there's some other droids coming our way, and there's probably going to be a fight. I'd like for you guys to be out of the way. Understood. Well, Noreen, we have good news. The droids won't hurt us, but there are some bigger ones that are coming. So. We should go right now and as quickly as possible. Oh, oh, okay. Um, what if we just, what if we just hide? Well, I think you know the importance of being in really good hiding places, right? Y- yeah. So I, we're I, gonna I, go hide on the ship that we're taking you home on. All right, so uh, sorry, sorry to interject right quick, but um, uh, Lockjaw, as you look over to the camp where everybody should be, the MTT and all the rest of the crew that you could kind of see before, they've all vanished. There's the battle droids and some crates. That's all you can see. Oh, as in like, it's just visually gone. It is just visually gone. Uh, guys, where did you take the ATT or the MTT? I didn't move it. I'm going to start moving away slowly and kind of out into the ship's interior and toward an exit and okay. try to keep a sense of where Noreen is. Okay. Uh, she's, she's following behind. Okay. Well, I lead her to where our ship is. Okay, so she easily follows. Um, 
no issues. Uh, she, she's very, uh, as she kind of moves, um, it seems like what she's causing to be visually distorted moves with her. Oh, okay. Right. So it's basically a kind of like an, an aura effect of like, there's nothing to see here type of things. It's force cloaking. Actually, yes. Uh, the the power, One of the powers that she's been using is known as Force Cloak. Cool. So, like, as uh, Ferenz and Noreen move, does oh. the MTT slowly come back into view for Rent? Sort of. Um, like, it, 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 it's... Um, how to describe it? it it's almost like... Um, if you're playing with a flashlight and pitch black and you're waving it back and forth and you can kind of see like a trail of it and then it slowly disappears, that's kind of what's happening. Like it, it's slowly coming back into visual. Okay. Sight. Got it. And uh, so, well, everyone, um, I'm heading back to the ship with Noreen and well, she'll be hiding. So, if you notice anything weird, just go with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, this doesn't change, so I can see the MTT now. I don't know what y'all did. It disappeared for a second. Um, but yeah, Super Battle Droid's still coming in. Uh, don't worry, they can't see you. Should I be popping a stun grenade? Oh, well, you might want to prep one. Surprise is always a good thing. Runt reaches into his, like, belt pouch and pulls out a grenade, and he's like, nope, that's thermal detonator. Nope, that's detonite. Nope. Where did and I then when I get Noreen on the ship, um, I kind of tell her, okay, so I'm going to go out, and we are going to try to deal with the big and scary droids. You can hide in here until we get back. Sounds very sensible. Also, I give her five more sugar cubes. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have this concept of, hey, you shouldn't give children this much sugar. It could be bad for them. So there is just going to be lots of distributed sugar cubes here. <laughs> oh, man. Runt's going to have to kick a sugar habit for vegetables or something now. <laughs> need a kid on board. Um, so we're going to call it there. Um, we are at time. Uh, there is a group of battle droids barreling down on your situation. Uh, there is a force child that is being saved. And there is still a group of droids undealt with. Uh, hi, I am uh, Josh, a.k.a. Valor. Um, I do map stuff across the interwebs. You can find me on Twitter at MrValorIsAlive. You can find me on Patreon at uh, uh, Valor Maps, And you can find my art and whatnot for sale on Roll20 under Mr. Valor, I believe. Oh, oh and I play Raw Rainier. Rawr. Hi, I'm Sinziak, um, the player of a very fluffy Ferenz. You can find me on the Twitters at Sinziak Beta.
Hi, I'm Jules. Uh, I play Senek, who is a Weequay Jedi. Uh, I'm online um, on Twitter at SQLPI and elsewhere on the internet. I assume you start, though. Okay, you're going to end. Okay. All right. Uh, I am Basilisk Online. I play Tecrit Valar. Uh, Verpine Slicer. You can find my art and cool merch and tabletop RPG stuff on basiliskonline.net or at basiliskonline on Twitter. Pronouns are he, him for both me and my character. And I'm Crow, also known as Eldritch Crow on Twitter and elsewhere on the internet. Um, pronouns are he, him and uh, feels more accurate to say Runt plays me. Uh, I'm Alan. Um, I play Olin, human thief. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at robo underscore ep, where I just shit post and talk about D and D positively or negatively. Uh, and this is Star Wars Legacies. I'm Cliff. Uh, pronouns he him. I play uh, Cole Jedi Shadow. Pronouns also he him. You can find me on Twitter at SpaceMoose34, and you can find my uh, tabletop RPG work at Spilldale Studios um, at Spilldale on Twitter. Uh, and this is Star Wars Legacies, a part of the Star Wars. Uh, sorry, this is Star Wars Legacies, a part of the RPG Hour Studios shows. Uh, we also have RPG Hour, a one-shot show, Our Adventures, a one-shot show that focuses on non-cishet white people playing, uh, non-cishet white males playing specifically. Um, and we also have another show called Amnesia FM. Uh, go and check those all out. And until the dice roll again. <laughs>